Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, On our Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line, Scott Rabelais. Scott Rabelais, lead columnist for the Advocate Times-Picayune. Scott, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. And, man, doesn't this fit the script of what Scott Woodward always wanted, right? Man, you look at women's basketball. How well Matt McMahon's getting this LSU basketball team to play. Jay Johnston's team is ranked number one before the season starts, and you got a first-year head coach at LSU with ten wins. Yeah, I mean this is um, this has been Scott's mo. You know, his previous stop, stops as an AD in Washington and Texas A&M, bringing in big-name coaches. And you brought in Chris Peterson in Washington. They went to the playoffs. Brought in Jimbo Fisher. Obviously, the jury's still out at Texas A&M. On Jimbo and uh, Buzz Williams, a uh, basketball coach, and you know, I'm sure he's made some other hires too. And, but he, you know, he's hired some of the most experienced and most sought after coaches in the country. I mean, Matt McBann was going somewhere. Yeah. Uh, you know, after last season at Murray State, and of course, Jay Johnson is just a he's just a grinder. Whatever the baseball equivalent of a gym rat is, that's what he is. Kim Mulkey's most accomplished coach LSU's ever hired at any sport, and and Brian Kelly is the most accomplished football coach LSU's ever hired. So. He has the imagination to bring these people in and and uh, wherewithal to, to pay them. And, uh, yeah, it's paying off um, very handsomely at this point for LSU, and I think there are even brighter days to come. Now, uh, Scott, uh, you brought it up. It just uh, triggered. Uh, I was thinking about this. I know you probably have an opinion. I was like, man, what? Uh, Bobby Petrino, Coach Petrino leaving UNLV a head job, and all of a sudden <laughs> he's with Jimbo at a and I'm like, whoa, could Jimbo uh, step out the way? Uh, that has to be some kind of deal, like Petrino said. Okay, if I'm he, coming, he might have got a name image like yeah, this deal to go to. Now, if I'm coming here, uh, but we, we're going to do what I want to do offensively. And obviously, if you win, you don't have no strife. Uh, but uh, there's no way to me that he would leave UNLV to go to A&M Unless Jimbo told him, no, you come run the offense and you can do what you want. You, you would have to think so. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, you know, it's um, it, it's a little it, – it just kind of fits in the Bobby Petrino M.O. too. Uh, sure by the way, Barry, Barry, yeah, <laughs> he was the offensive coordinator at UNLV. Barry Odom 
left yeah, Arkansas to be, head coach yeah. UNLV, uh, to be the head coach there. So that was, you know, I guess an easy an easy move to make in that regard, though he'd been there about a month. But, um, you know, Bobby Petrino brings a lot of baggage. Well, we got a couple of coaches bring a lot of baggage to the SEC, right, uh, with him and, and uh, Hugh Freeze yeah, and yeah. Auburn. Uh, it's going to be interesting in, in that regard. Uh, Man, I'm waiting great- for the tweet from Lane Kiffin about this. It's got to be something. No, it's Lane Kiffin's like Lane Kiffin's like the choir boy uh, <laughs> compared to uh, you know Petrino, and then uh, boy, you look at Hugh Freeze. But you know, uh, Scott, I don't know. Uh, you know, I guess obviously you want to be great on and off the field. But if you win, if you win at Auburn and you win at A and M, none of that even matters. <laughs> It, winning is is the name of the game, but uh, it, it's uh, for now. It like to, you know, why are you bringing in these people? I uh, you know, people right. can can second guess a little bit, but uh, hey, maybe it makes people stop uh, making fun of Brian Kelly and saying he you know, he spoke with an accent at the basketball right. game. Uh, you know, I don't think you're gonna be hearing a lot about that. It goes to show you too Brian's assimilation uh, down here, uh, and he did recruit in the Texas and Louisiana area, and so there is some connections there. But what's been impressive is the fact that I think he's he won over a team that, man, you wondered a little bit after that Tennessee game how they would react. But he got them to believe it. And I heard him say this at a Tiger function about there comes a moment that a coach finally gets to his team. There's that moment that they believe in us and we're going to give you the best chance to win. Just believe in us. And... I really think he hit it after that Tennessee game. I really think that was the moment they believed in Brian Kelly. I think you're right, Mike. And I think Kelly has said something to that effect that, you know, after that, you, you, they're like, oh, you're like looking at the schedule. Boy, this is tough. They go to Florida and win. They come back home and beat an then unbeaten Ole Miss team. Then they beat Alabama. And, uh, yeah, that, that from, from that point on, they rebounded. And hit a stride that yes, in with a conquer at Texas A&M, but you know you're probably going to have that with this team at some point. Like ten, 10 wins, if this team with what you know, the challenges they had from where they came a year ago in the Texas Bowl, how few players they had available to now and to to you know blowing out Purdue, which obviously had a lot of challenges too. Okay, uh, you know they were shorthanded like LSU was in some in some areas, but it's a um, it's an impressive first year, and you have to give. Uh, Kelly, a lot of credit and and look, looking forward to the future, saying this this is the kind of coach I personally think LSU needs, like a he, you know someone like a Bill Arnsparger or Nick Saban, who's going to be a, a little bit of, you know kind of the CEO mode is going to instill discipline and accountability throughout the program and is not going to take a, a lot of you know BS from players. I have to believe a little, as much as he's going to miss Keishon Butte. His talent, I got to believe he's not going to miss some of the drama. Yeah, I agree uh, with him. Agree. With him turning pro, <laughs> so um, uh, you know it's uh, it's going to be very interesting uh, off season for LSU. Uh, you know the anticipation for this coming season will be higher. The expectations will be higher. Uh, those are things he's embraced, and I think when they when they go back to Orlando in September to play Florida State, could be you know uh, two top ten teams playing with with in a very you know postseason like atmosphere in uh, Camping World Stadium. Now, uh, Scott, with all the college football that you've witnessed, I don't know. I, I can't recall. Maybe you could enlighten me. Uh, you're more historian in this uh, historian in this area than me. Uh, but looking at Tulane, and then I'm looking at TCU. 
Tulane out of Dismal, what they two and ten record. Then all of a sudden they're twelve and two, tied undefeated, uh, nineteen ninety eight uh, team for the most wins in school history. Then you look at TCU. They had a national championship game, and then Sonny Dykes comes there. What, what uh, Coach Patterson? Uh, he had established, uh, you know, a winning program at TCU. But what were they five and seven? I don't know if I've ever, you know, going like from the outhouse to the penthouse. Uh, what Tulane did in TCU uh, is kind of remarkable. Well, it certainly is. And, uh, you know, Sonny Dykes, you know, once upon a time coaching at Louisiana Tech, that was his right. first head coaching job. Uh, got some players from uh, Louisiana, some players from the New Orleans area. Uh, you know, the, look, you just need a few good key players to be, to be you know, really good. I mean, the TCU hasn't recruited at the level of Alabama or Georgia or an LSU the last few years, but, but here they are in the championship game. Kind of got that, that, uh, that team of destiny – uh, kind of feel to them, uh, although they're a big underdog against Georgia, uh, rightly so. But but going back to Tulane, I mean, you know, this is yeah, they, Tulane hasn't had a win like this since before before World War Two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> none of you us know, were covering very, it back then. The very first Sugar Bowl, but, you know, none of us were there then. They played in the very first Sugar Bowl, uh, you know, back in the mid '30s, and they played in the Rose Bowl, but but and, and lost to USC in the Rose Bowl. So getting the win was, was amazing and. And uh, you know, for Tulane, and, and look, I think it shows with the college football playoff expanding that begrudgingly people have to say these schools from these conferences deserve a seat at the table. And you know, they, you know they're going to be guaranteed us at least one spot, and, and maybe more if their ranking uh, uh, justifies it in the new 12-team playoff that we're going to see uh, season after next. And, and you know, you had Cincinnati make it to the Final Four last year. And now you have TCU in the final, and you have Tulane. What they did, these schools are going to have to be respected. I, I think it could still be hard for right. uh, a, a Tulane uh, to, to make a run. You have to win three games to yeah. win, the, win the college football playoff in this new format, probably. But they deserve, they're going to have shown that they deserve a shot through what these teams have done the last couple of years. Now, uh, Scott, you bring that up. You wouldn't believe the fans that have come up to me. Bobby, why doesn't LSU Tulane? Why they don't play uh, <laughs> anymore? And, you know, and, and you know, I bring up because within the state, we all know LSU's the top dog. But you look at like in Mississippi, you have the Egg Bowl, Ole Miss, Mississippi State. You got the Iron Bowl, Auburn, Alabama. I think you have now. This is my dad and all the way back. And I think you might be old enough. You know, the winner had to pull. Uh, I mean, had to got to ride in the wheelbarrow where their opponent pushed them around. I mean, I was there in Tulane Stadium. LSU had beaten Tulane 25 years in a row. And then uh, the Tulane finally came away with a win. Scott, I was telling Mike and all this, my dad would have cheered for USC. My dad would be like, if you're a true <laughs> LSU fan and you bleed purple and gold, you, I, he goes, I would cheer for Russia over Tulane. I would never. So to me, I think from a fan standpoint, now I know money's always involved. I don't know. I think it'd be good for the state and football fans. I don't say they got to play every year, but what if LSU and Tulane played like, uh, you know, like AFC and NFC, how you rotate divisions? If we played like once every four years or Scott, something. Scott, I think you'd agree with this. The two things that have changed in our lifetime is LSU fans' affect toward Tulane and Ole Miss. That was an absolute hatred for Ole Miss in a bowl game. 
they would I said like a bear they would have pulled for red China oh, or, yeah. or Russia before Ole Miss uh, but that, that we live in a different generation today where the look at Tulane and the look at Ole Miss is a little different no they think Alabama they look at Florida even but uh to me I don't know it's it's in Louisiana uh, Scott do you, can you talk to Scott Woodward and say like okay well, well why don't we play uh, Tulane I know we might think we helping out them financially whatever but that's what the fans would want I think you know I think I think yes some fans would want it. I think some fans would say no they don't they don't want to help don't out Tulane I think my dad sticking point would would be that Baton Rouge one year in New Orleans in, in Tiger Stadium which is a big a big stadium that you can have a big a big gate at and the Tulane Stadium or then of course the Superdome and now you have Yulman Stadium which you know obviously is not what's the thirty thousand feet? Yeah, yeah, no, we'd have to play in the dome. <laughs> you would have to play in the super. Yeah, I would think so. And would Tulane agree to that? I, I don't know. And LSU has tried to spread the wealth around the state. You're playing in some in-state schools. Right. Uh, obviously, uh, just played Southern this year. They're going to play Grambling next year for the for the first time, probably the one and only time. And then you have Army also coming in. But you know, they're looking to get the one big. Uh, Power Five, uh, you know, home and home series. They got Clemson on the schedule in, in, in the near future. Uh, uh, they got play USC to open the 24 season in Las Vegas. Those are the kind of games that seem to be more on LSU's radar. But uh, once in a while, sure, I don't think I don't think every year anymore, Bobby. I don't I don't think it's a, a rivalry to be played every year anymore. But twice a decade, I, I, so I can see that. Sure. Yeah. Now, now, Scott, Scott well, oh, go ahead. Well, yeah, yeah. What about because uh, you look at uh, it's a different animal now. We all talk about this. Uh, uh, you look at the transfer portal, name, image, and likeness. All of a sudden, Coach Kelly, he's looking at the linebacking core and says, well, you know, we're all right that all of a sudden you have an individual uh, that I'm going to transfer. Uh, now, I'll be interested to see where he like ends Demario up. Like Demario Tolan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, Tol- he really uh, praised him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his assistants uh, praised yeah, him. Yeah, Coach Kelly. So it's like, okay, wherever he ends up, you know, it might not be the co- opposing coaches involved, but somebody paid him. I mean, well, we have enough common sense. Okay, if that occurs, and then also, and then he didn't play in the Citrus yeah, Bowl. Yeah, I want you to which com- really drew up the comment flag. on that, and then also the quarterback situation. You can't keep everybody happy. I mean, I'll look at Howard. Uh, the kind of the future. You look. Uh, I mean, come on. You, you got to be realistic with Daniels. How you, can, you can't back him up. But then Nussmeier, they're like, man, man, I can play. And then you look at different scenarios or situations. I just threw out there. I mean, I can see Sonny Dykes, uh, or, or not him, but... Or uh, Dave Aranda at uh, Baylor. Uh, at Baylor, like, like TCU right. or Baylor people going after Nussmeier. So how about you come play here? Yeah, I, well, obviously, name and human likeness has changed the landscape so much. It giveth and it taketh away. I mean, you know, you, you have, I don't think Brian Kelly could have built this team into uh, an SEC West champion 10-win team that's going to finish in the top 15 in the polls this year without the transfer portal. True. I mean, look at their secondary. I said it was like the United Nations. You had delegates from all over the place, <laughs> you know, playing in that secondary this year. And, of course, Jaden Daniels coming from Arizona State. Uh, but it is, uh, conversely, it can take it away. I mean, it's, you know, you, you, you see a Demario Tolan who he praised, who it sounds like they, they were really counting on him to play alongside Harold Perkins next year in a key role, and, and now he's in, in, in the portal. You, you have to – I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I know you're not asking me. I, I don't know, but you have, to, as you said, common sense dictates that there was some enticement for him to go somewhere else, and we'll right. see. You know, <laughs> once where he lands, the, the the transfer portal window will there'll be another opening after spring football. LSU's got to get some linebackers, and I think 
that, that's the thing. I think people can get upset and say, you know, you lose some players, but then you're going to pick up some players. You go, oh, well, you know, that okay, he's he's good. He's going to help. I look at uh, Makai Wingo. You know, was a third. Te- turned out to be a third team All American from you know, Missouri. You, you really needed yeah. him to come in. It one of the stories of the whole season to, to, to replace Mason Smith. He got hurt in the first game. As for the quarterback situation, Kelly was very adamant right after the game on Monday. He said all three quarterbacks will be in spring football. If all three quarterbacks are still there when they go back to Orlando in September, I will be I will be surprised. I will too. I, I, I'd be I'm shocked. Like, I mean, that, <laughs> I mean, that's the that's the most volatile position in college football. And Nussmeyer, you know, has shown enough to where he, you know, obviously he's going to attract some, some schools. I think Walker Howard is probably going to be. You know, he he was willing to redshirt this year, and he again. By the way, people say he played in the bowl game. The NCAA allowed players to yes, keep their yeah. red shirt. It didn't count if yeah. they played in the bowl. Uh, yeah, a very, a very good rule in, in my a very good decision by the NCAA, in my opinion. So I think Walker Howard will be content to serve one more year as an apprentice under Jaden Daniels if he's the, the backup, and, you know, with the idea that he's going to be the man in 2024. So uh, you know, maybe he could. You know, it's a, this is a very political. It's a political tightrope. Brian Kelly's got to walk right with his quarterback room. It's going to be if he can pull it off. I will be impressed and say. That, that's a, that's a heck of a, a job, a, a sales job. If all three of them are on the roster in September when they go play Florida State in Orlando, Scott. Yeah, but I, I think it's gonna be hard. Scott, last question: John Emery Jr. Do you think he returns? Uh, no. Okay. I think probably not. Okay, because uh, man, of all the backs, he's certainly the most explosive. He shows it at times. Now he would get under my nerves a little bit because he leaves the ball on the turf. But man, he's got some explosiveness to it, and he also looks at those two freshmen coming in too. Yeah, I I think um, I I think if I had to guess, I think he 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 will be gone. But I agree with you; he can help you at times, but maybe not as consistent as Kelly would like. Thanks so much, Scott. We appreciate it, buddy. All right, Scott. Always, yeah, yeah. Always it, it, Scott, you remember this old school chant? I always tell this with Michael. Oh, my dad would be like, he goes. It'd be like, no, it'd be like, go to hell, old miss. Go to hell. <laughs> go to hell. Now, do, do they even still do that chant? I don't know if they even do that. No. And they, and, no. And even no, the, no, we, the, we, we used to do a chant. The other one was, I, I don't think I could say this on the radio, but like, wee wee. Wee wee on Ole Miss, but it starts with a P. <laughs> Get it rhymes with miss. I mean, I remember we all be, be hollering that. I mean, like, what? I don't think they do that anymore. No, Bob, that, no. that's put away in the booth. They'll, they'll break it when they need it. Scott, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. All right, Scott. All right, guys, thank you. All right, Scott Rabelais from the Times Picayune Advocate covering LSU sports. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.